Hi, I'm Maggie, and I'm here with my good friend Alyssa. We're here to discuss the pros and cons of social media. Do you think the good outweighs the bad? Hi, thanks for having me. Of course, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, and I'm so excited to have this discussion. I think that having two um, teenagers talk about social media is very important just because it's a big thing in our lives and I'm yeah. stoked so let's get started yeah and I feel like everybody's on social media today yeah and actually I was reading a quote from small business trends and they said the first recognizable social media site six degrees was created in 1997 it enabled users to upload a profile and make friends with other users in 1999 the first blogging site became popular, creating a social media sensation that is still popular today. See, that's interesting because I've always wondered where it all started. And if the first one, the first social media site was as addicting and as as it is, um, as the social media sites are today, like, did it just get worse through time? How did that addiction begin? Yeah. Well, in my experience, I got into social media when I was pretty young. I think I had my, like, Snapchat or Instagram when I was in, like, fifth or sixth grade. And um, I actually, the other day, tried to see how long I would go without using any type of social media. But it's, like, the first thing I did when I go on my phone was, when I woke up, was go on Snapchat or something. So it took me a couple days to get started. But then when I actually tried doing it only it lasted like maybe 10 hours wow because you were just so used to doing social media since like what fifth grade yeah exactly that's crazy see my experience was a little bit more positive I moved a lot uh, around a lot when I was younger so I got social media to keep in touch with old friends across this um, country and I you know and then it progressed into just doing it all the time yeah. Um, I wonder what it's like for older genera- generations who didn't have social media when they were kids. Yeah, I was actually talking to my mom about that the other day, and this is what she had to say. So what was the first social media you got, and when? Um, It was MySpace, and I don't remember when I got it. Um, it was definitely after I had you guys, so that was in 2002, so I don't know, somewhere after that. Okay, what do you primarily use social media for? I mean, I'm not on anything really now. But when you do go on social media, what do you use it for? Um, I get emails all the time when uh, people have birthdays. And I just wish them happy birthday. So would you say your experience with social media has been more positive or negative? Um, probably negative. Because anytime I was ever really on it, um, I don't know, it just made me feel bad. Because it's always like my cousins and stuff that are on there that I'm, you know, connected to. That's who, that's what my little network is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they always seem like they have their act together, I guess, better than me. So it just always made me feel bad. So I stopped going on. 
Did you know I got social media when I was in fifth grade? I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. <laughs> Do you think that it's okay for younger generations, like people that are like in elementary school, to have social medias? Um. Well, it we saw how it was for Kaylee. Um, I don't remember what um, social media account it was, but all of a sudden she had like thousands of of people that she was following and people were following her. And I was like, you're a little kid. Like you don't even know that many people. Like that's not even possible. So then we tried to cancel the account and I found out that you had to like go to court and say that, you know, your life is being threatened or whatever, and that was the only way that you could cancel that account. So then um, I think we found a way for her to, like, unfollow some stuff, and it was a little bit better, but I think I don't... Then I think she was uh, even, like, afraid to get on that account, too, after I panicked and freaked her out about that. So I don't know. It's really dangerous because... There's a lot of people that you can, you have access to. And she started looking up videos of, like, animals that were being, um, like, brutally murdered. Which, like, she was all for, like, we have to make that more public to make it end, you know. Which, like, I her heart was in the right direction. But, like, the videos and the pictures and the things that she was seeing was, like, it was too much for a little kid. So, uh, she stopped all that for a little while, but yeah, I think it is, it's, it's a little dangerous, but I don't know as a, as a parent, how to like control your kid from not being around that. Just, I guess, sit down and have conversations about what to be worried about and to be, you know, weary of and what to look out for. So do you think today on social media, people... Are social media having a negative or positive impact on people today? Um, I think it can probably be positive for some people because they can have whole careers based on social media. And, you know, if they do it right and they navigate their what they're doing in a positive way, then, you know, you could make a whole life out of it. You could take care of your whole family and live at a great big house. So for some people, it can be really great. But other people, it, you know, it just depends on what paths you are taking and what kinds of things you're looking at. It reminds me, um, on New York Time, um, I read something about how teenagers already have, most teenagers already have mental health issues like depression anxiety and it depends on kind of what social media sites you're on or who you follow if you because if you follow something positive social media can be good for some teenagers but some teenagers fall down the wrong um loop in the social media world and you know find that negative seed and then that can really not help their um, mental health. So it's really just a balancing act because there is really good and bad on social media. Yeah, I actually found this article from Aware Media about that. And they were actually talking about how um, 
like useful social media has been in like bettering teens mental health because they took a couple surveys on social media and they found different ways um like uh, different ways to develop techniques to identify different mood disorders and how people can find healthcare agencies and therapists and all this stuff um it can actually help them find like a support system on social media if they're too scared to go to their parents or they don't have a, a doctor to go to they have these online resources oh. see that and that's especially really important especially now because of corona too yeah not a lot of places are actually even open well that's interesting because i saw that they did a study in the uk of six focus groups over three months with 54 adolescents from ages 11 to 18 it was believed to cause um mood and anxiety disorders for some adolescents it was viewed as a platform for cyberbullying and the use of social media itself was often framed as kind of an addiction. That's interesting. It's so crazy yeah. to see how much social media can Im- impact like our brain itself. Yeah. And yeah. That actually reminds me of this Netflix show that I was watching the other day. It's called Social Dilemma. Oh, I heard it about just, it. Yeah, it just showcases it. like how social media's effect could like the effect it could have on us yeah like it's a documentary about like kind of brainwashing of social media i heard yeah when you go to google and type in climate change is you're going to see different results depending on where you live and the particular things that google knows about your interests that's not by accident that's a design technique What I want people to know is that everything they're doing online is being watched, is being tracked. Every single action you take is carefully monitored and recorded. A lot of people think Google's just a search box and Facebook's just a place to see what my friends are doing. What they don't realize is there's entire teams of engineers whose job is to use your psychology against you. I was the co-inventor of the Facebook like button. I was the president of Pinterest. Google. Twitter. Instagram. There were meaningful changes happening around the world because of these platforms. I think we were naive about the flip side of that coin. We get rewarded by parts, likes, thumbs up, and we conflate that with value and we conflate it with truth. A whole generation is more anxious, more depressed. I always felt like fundamentally it was a force for good. I don't know if I feel that way anymore. Facebook discovered that they were able to affect real-world behavior and emotions without ever triggering the user's awareness. They are completely clueless. Fake news spreads six times faster than true news. We're being bombarded with rumors. Everyone's entitled to their own facts. There's really no need for people to come together. In fact, there's really no need for people to interact. We have less control over who we are and what we really believe. If you want to control the population of your country, there has never been a tool as effective as Facebook. We built these things and we have a responsibility to change it. The intention could be, how do we make the world better? If technology creates mass chaos, loneliness, more polarization, more election hacking, more inability to focus on the real issues, we're toast. This is checkmate on humanity. 
And that show actually made me think of this article in the New York Times called You're Being Influenced. And it talks about these new social media influencers or like social media celebrities. And they're like shaping people's like whole lives and people don't even know it. And especially during the pandemic, like people are always on their phones and they're just watching them 24-7. Right. It's like, you know, people follow after celebrities and now these social media influencers have kind of a power over us because people follow what they do. Yeah, especially with these young ki- younger kids on yeah. social media. Now, if they see them going to parties without masks on during this pandemic, you know, it, they're like, oh, well, these people are influencers, so I can do that. You yeah, know? like, if it's okay for them to do it, then it's okay for me to do it. Right. And I think it's crazy that social media is such a big deal now that a social media influencer is a job now. Like, yeah. people have that as a job description now. Yeah, they're literally getting paid, like, hundreds of thousand dollars a year just for being on social media. So how do you think that, like social media has become this big do you think it really is more good than bad i honestly think social media brings people together but it also causes so many issues that i don't think the good outweighs the bad it's interesting i think that the good does outweigh the bad because i think it does bring people together and i feel like well i've been seeing a lot more of more positive accounts lately and people trying to lift each other up. Um, I saw I'm I'm using TikTok currently, and I see a lot more positive than hate on it. So I like to have a more positive mindset that we will kind of flush out this negative, um, sort of hold it has on us. And it will just be... Because I feel like everything in life has positives and negatives. Yeah. And hopefully one day social media just has a lot um, less negatives. Yeah. That's and a good we point. Can, we could start by just two simple teenagers like you and me. Yep, we sure can. Well, I don't know about you, but I enjoyed this conversation. I enjoyed having you here. I yeah. really appreciate you you taking your time. Yeah, it was really nice. Thanks for having me. Of course. Hey, um, thank you guys for listening. Peace. Bye.